Welcome to the Starch Solution Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist and the creator of the Slim on Starch program. If you want to lose weight on a plant-based diet, listen to this podcast. Also, bonus points, go and watch all of my YouTube videos, Healthy Emmy on YouTube. But if you're really serious about this, go to healthyemmy.org, apply to work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, and let's do this thing. Now, on to the podcast. People might look at a heroin addict and say, wow, they just want to get high all the time. What a low life. What is wrong with them? But the reality of a heroin addict is that they wake up every day saying, oh my God, I need to do this again. I'm going to vomit. I'm going to shake. I'm going to shiver. I'm going to sweat. And I'm going to have chronic diarrhea until I can get my fix of heroin again. That doesn't sound too fun to me. And I have a lot of compassion for somebody that goes through life like that. The binge eater might eat cookies and cakes and chocolate and pizza and tacos and this might be you watching this video somebody might look at that and say wow that person has no willpower why don't they just stop eating that food i have a lot of compassion for that person as well because the feeling that comes afterwards the regret the guilt the physical discomfort that doesn't sound very fun either. In both of these situations, you've gotten yourself into a trap that looks so good at the beginning. The cake looks so delicious. The drug provides a high, it's a euphoria, you gotta try this. It's so promising, it's so exciting getting into it, but then the end result. So why the heck can't we get ourselves out of it? That's what I'm gonna talk about today as I give you five of my top tips to break free from binge eating. Hello, if you're new to the channel, hey, how are ya? Hi, honey, my name is Emmy. I'm a nutritionist. I'm the creator of the Slim on Starch program where you work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach to lose weight on a plant-based diet. Let me show you a before and after of my client, Kristen. As Kristen said in her interview with me, I'll insert it right now, she would sit alone in her room and eat with the lights off. Oh, and I started isolating myself. I started uh, not talking to people. I was just in the house ordering food, eating by myself in the dark. It just got very weird. It became really like a, like an addiction, like how addict is, how they isolate and they do like their drugs alone. I became like that and very ashamed too, because I was ashamed because I knew it wasn't healthy. And I tried, I was just, I hate rock bottom. That's what you can call rock bottom. So if you believe that you can't break free from binge eating, well, you're probably right because whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. So we have to change that method of thinking right now. And there would you wouldn't be watching this video if there wasn't a little piece inside of you that believes that there is life on the other side of this. And trust me, there is. Starting at tip number five and moving our way down to tip number one, don't try to undo the binge. I know right after you have a binge, you think I need to restrict, I need to exercise, I'm gonna be so good tomorrow morning. Let's face the reality here, which is that you cannot undo what you've done. You cannot erase it. And if that makes you feel uncomfortable, the fact that I'm saying that, that you cannot undo the fact that you had a binge last night, then you have to accept that. If you're gonna run away from the truth here, which is that we can't undo a binge, what we run from only stays with us longer. The fact of the matter here is that we cannot undo a binge. And if you believe that you can undo a binge, then that's going to set you up for the next binge because what you're stuck in, if you have that line of thinking that you can undo a binge, is you're stuck in the binge restriction 
metric cycle. Let me show you this cycle. We have a binge and this makes us feel immensely guilty. So what we do is we restrict. We try to be super good and we don't eat anything the next day. Then when you don't eat anything, you get super hungry. And if you get super, super hungry, then you're going to end up binge eating again. And the cycle continues. What you need to do the next day is carry on as if the binge did not happen the day before. And I know this is going to be hard. And the last thing that you want to do after a day of binging is eat a nice, big, hearty, healthy meal. But how has it gone for you in the past when you didn't do that? How has it gone for you when you restricted the last day? If we want a different result, then we have to take different action. And if it feels uncomfortable, that's a good thing because it means that you're doing something differently. When you're forming these new neural pathways in your brain, it's kind of like when you go sledding. For anybody that lives in a climate where it snows, you know that if you keep going down the same path over and over, it gets really, really smooth. Some ice will form over it. You can go really fast when you're sledding down that path. If you try to form a new path when you're sledding, you're not going to go so fast. It's going to be kind of bumpy. You're going to have snow spraying in your face. I love living in New England. Anyway, back to the analogy. If you're creating a new neural pathway, it's going to feel uncomfortable. That is good. That is growth. Growth does not happen inside of our comfort zone. We have to do things that feel weird. And we have the myelin sheath. The myelin sheath is really rough when we start to do new things. And that's why it feels so weird when we try to do new actions or learn, learn new dance moves which you'll never see me doing on this channel. It's because that myelin sheath is really rough, but as we do it over and over again, it becomes smooth, it's going to feel more natural. You can't eradicate bad habits, but you can overwrite them with better habits. Tip number four, you must eat consistently throughout the day. A lot of my binge eaters, a lot of my clients that come to me that struggle with binge eating say, well, I'm just not hungry during the day. And then I get home at the end of the day and once I start, I cannot stop. And they also say, Emmy, I can't start eating at 10 a.m. because then every time I eat, I binge. But the reason why every time you eat, you binge is because every time you're not eating, you are severely restricting. And binge eating is a symptom of restriction. I'm going to say this again. Binge eating is a symptom of restriction. You are not a binge eater. You are a restrictor. And the side effect of that is that once you have food, your body says, oh my goodness, finally we got food. And you're off to the races. It's conveyor style eating, conveyor belt style eating. So what you have to do is eat consistently throughout the day. If you think that you have a nighttime binge eating problem, but you are unwilling to eat during the day, you do not have a nighttime binge eating problem. You have an unwilling to eat during the day problem. And I know that is tough to hear and I know it's scary to hear because you don't want to eat during the day because if you start eating, you're never going to stop. But the reason why you have this line of thinking is because you restrict your food during the day, you start eating at the end of the day. So of course your body's in the feast and famine mentality. And once you start, it's not going to stop. But this does not mean that if you're eating regularly throughout the day, that every single time you eat, you're going to be off to the races. Your body is screaming at you by doing this. This is the only way your hunger drive knows how to communicate with you that it's not getting enough. It's going to hit you where it hurts. At the end of the 
day, if you eat and you cannot stop eating, this is your body's way of telling you, hey, we are not getting enough during the day. So we are going to rev this hunger drive up like crazy at the end of the day. Listen to what your body's trying to tell you. Your body doesn't have words. It can only talk to you through the hunger drive. So you have to listen to the fact that your hunger drive is ramped up like crazy. Your body is screaming at you, please give us more energy during the day. And the fact of the matter is that you're not gonna believe what I'm saying until you actually have proof of it. So you have to jump in and do it. We cannot think our way into acting. We can only act our way into thinking. So you've got to just do this. And if you're fearful of doing this, then apply to work with me and we can do it together. Hey, very quickly, if you are enjoying this this video, please hit the like button and make sure to subscribe. It really supports my channel. Also, if you're doing intermittent fasting and you have a binge eating problem, you don't have a binge eating problem. You have an unwilling to stop intermittent fasting problem. I have a whole video on intermittent fasting. Go and watch that. Tip number three, before you feel the binge coming on, have an SOS meal, a slim on starch meal. So have some rice and beans and vegetables, have some potatoes and lettuce, have a nice big salad with rice and quinoa and corn and beans and vegetables. Then have whatever the heck you want. If you want to binge, be my guest, but you must fill up on an SOS meal to the point of physical satiety first. That's the deal that I'm gonna make with you. Yes, you are making a deal with the devil here because what happens is once your body gets what it truly needs from a nutritional standpoint, your hunger drive goes So if you wanna binge on cookies and cakes and pastries, I am letting you, but you must have an SOS meal first. Additionally, your stomach only has so much room. So if we fill up your stomach with all these SOS foods and then you wanna have the cakes and the cookies and the pastries, there's only a little bit of room. Whereas if you just went for those first and foremost, you would have filled up your entire stomach with those, which would have been a lot more calories. Tip number two is delay, don't deny. If it's a good idea today, it's gonna to be a good idea tomorrow. So tell yourself, all right, if I really want to do this, I am going to do this, but I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I'm allowing myself to binge. I'm allowing myself to have whatever the heck I want, but I just have to do it tomorrow. And usually what happens is you sit through the urge, you urge surf, as we say, and then the next day you go, whoa, I was able to get through that. And usually what happens is you don't wanna binge anymore. If you do, then go for it. And it's still fantastic that you are building up the ability to urge surf. You see, the thing about binge eating is all the binge eating does is it relieves the urge to binge eat. So you want to binge eat and then finally when you do it, you feel the relief. Just like the heroin addict, when they get the fix, oh, thank God I'm not sweating anymore. I don't have shakes, I don't have diarrhea, I'm not vomiting, I don't have a fever. That's the same thing that's going on here. So to break the cycle, you have to stop some part of the cycle. And the binge eating is the part that we have control over. You might not have control over the urge and that is not your responsibility, nor should you cast any judgment on it. But what is your responsibility is how you react to that urge. My number one tip is to do the following journal exercise. So take out a pen and a paper and write this down. First, I want you to ask yourself, what good is the binge giving me? And no, this is not a trick question. Seriously, you're getting something good from it. We wouldn't do it unless you got something good from it. So it's some sort of good feeling. And if you need help picking out what the feeling is, then I'm gonna link a feelings list down below. And you can pick out, am I getting a feeling of relief, excitement, pleasure, joy? 
numbness. It's something enjoyable. So identify what that is. Now ask yourself, is food the only place that I can get this? From a fact perspective, the answer to that one is no. Next question, as of right now, is food the only place where I know how to get this? And the answer to that question might be yes, and that's okay. That is the case with a lot of the people that I work with. That's the only place that they know to get these positive feelings. So now it's time to find the other places where you can get those feelings. And if you have no idea what the answer to that is, then apply to work with me because this is something that we explore in week one of the program. Where else can I get the feelings that food is currently giving me? That's it, honeys. If you made it to the end of the video, comment journal so that I know that you made it. I know who my real honeys are. And I'll see you in the next video. Woo!